I, I love the way our team responded uh, when we felt the pressure to respond. I didn't love the way we played in the first half without a sense of urgency. We have to understand, and I told the guys this at halftime and after the game, we have to understand we're undermanned. There's 12 games left now, now 11 games left. We're looking at the playoffs. We gotta have, there's gotta be a sense of urgency. There's gotta be a sense of uh, competitive fight that, that we take to the other team uh, from the very beginning of the game. And I did not see that until it was really late in the game. Guys were great in, the, in that fourth quarter, fighting like crazy. We got to fight like crazy from the start. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome on in BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. The voice there of Steve Kerr, Warriors head coach. They lose yesterday at home 110-108 to the 28-44 and San Antonio Spurs. We've been on this, Scott, you know, as a show for the past – I don't know, five weeks or so, maybe more. The Warriors just don't look championship worthy. They just, they, they looked at, they were amazing the first two months of the season. Injuries came in. And you look at them now, they are 47 and 24, a game and a half now behind Memphis for the top seed in the uh, the Western Conference, four, a uh, second seed, excuse me, in the Western Conference, four and six, their last 10. They're going the wrong way here. And maybe it doesn't matter with them. Seeding doesn't matter like it does some other teams. I mean, they weren't getting the one anyway, Joe. That was out. Phoenix is getting the one. But they're not. They're they're probably not going to get the two now. And now we're slipping down to three. Uh, they're no. two up on Utah for the four. Well, is it the worst thing in the world if they continue to slip? I don't want to face Minnesota right now. That's mm. what they would do at the moment. So there's going to be a lot of jockeying for seeding going on in both of these conferences. But at the moment, they're three, and Minnesota's a six. But Denver is right behind Minnesota. They actually have the same record. It must be a tiebreaker there. So Denver's, at the moment, the seven. How much more is Golden State going to slip? They are two games up on Utah for the four. They are four games up on Dallas for the five. But, yeah, I mean, you can't trust this team at all. And Memphis is sitting there as a two seed. are we going to waste our time talking about Western Conference futures? Is it just going to be Phoenix? I mean, that's the issue right now with the West. Is it Phoenix or the field? And where it's, are you going with the field? Yeah, it's Phoenix for me. I mean, it's incredible the way we've talked about this conference. We're having a team having an all-time season. It's like we're talking about ways to not pick them to go to the finals. They're winning 80% of their games. They're 58 and 14 through 72 games. They have 10 games to go here. If they go seven and three, we're talking about a 65 win team. There's not many 65 win teams ever. You know, they're, they're having a great season. I, I, if the uh, ball started today, it's clearly Phoenix for me. I already have the Phoenix future. So you were early on that. Think, yeah. 16 to one for the championship and, only plus three ninety for Western Conference. Right. <laughs> you, you know, so, I was gonna say, what about the path for one of the lower seeds, like that six seed that's gonna face the potentially the Warriors right now, the Nuggets at ten to one, the Timberwolves. Um, I'll have their number up right in front of me. But you play the Western Conference, Nuggets are ten to one, I believe. You get there, you're in a potential place to take a profit. You're. T- Could you play? You play the Warriors. Possibly without Steph or a banged up Steph. 
then after that you get a Grizzlies team that's never been there before. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, um, those are fair teams to bring up, but I'm going to bring up another team that, that you skipped on there. Now they've lost two in a row, so maybe the number drops a little bit. What about Dallas? This Dallas-Minnesota game tonight is really intriguing. Mm-hmm. We've got I'm a, le- Ma- looking at it too right now. Mavs at home, the number's three and a half Dallas favored. Total- oh, I see two and a half on FanDuel. I see it too, okay. yep. Okay, um, so the total is two-thirds. I mean – Probably means we got some money coming in on Minnesota right now, but they they were the hot team and Dinwiddie was the big story and and ever since the trade they had the best record here, best record there. All, all sorts of numbers are coming out. Joe you got to see them on a Friday, right? Philadelphia. Yep. How how Dallas looked to you? I mean, we've talked about how they've turned around the defense. They have the super superstar talent at the top of the roster and the impact that Dinwiddie's had. It's kind of like what the TNT guys always talk about with, with the others, with the Mavs. Are they going to be enough? But that's that's the direction that I would look if I'm picking one of those teams in that four to six region, four to six range that uh, could make some sort of a run in the West. Yeah, I mean, they have this formula that you wonder if it's good enough for the playoffs, right? They only have one. Dinwiddie can hit some big shots. Dinwiddie hit a game winner against Brooklyn last week. Yep. But really, their formula is – Luca, you do all the offense, and then everyone around you will will figure out the defense. And I think schematically, they're a good defensive team. A kid can coach defense up. Like they, they're difficult to play against. I just wonder, do you need a second guy? Can you win with just one? I mean, if they have one player, I mean, you could say Brunson's their second best scorer. Dinwiddie, oh, you know, had that feeling at times, but like, mm-hmm. who's the guy? Like, who else is scoring on that team? It, it, like, Luca's got to hit. If they're going to take people out, doesn't Luca have to average 35 in a series? Yes. Like, yeah. You've got to carry the team. Isn't the, the reason I went towards the other two, isn't the Jazz, assuming things like, assuming the, the Mavs don't drop out of the five spot, aren't the Jazz a tougher matchup than like the possibly banged up Warriors? Like that was kind of my angle there. Well, well let's, let's first go through, hit this with, um, those teams in the West. Do you even bother doing title odds? No, I, that's, I think this is a Western Conference play or nothing. I agree with you. Yeah, I was talking to someone about a couple of teams in the West the other day, and they grabbed title odds. I'm like, why? You just need to grab the West. Right. <laughs> because I don't think it's going to happen. Now, you can make the case. All right, you, you go through that juggernaut of a conference in the East. And, and maybe you find something, but yeah, I, I would just look to the conference right now. And if you're invested and put a little bit something, but I wouldn't go 50, 50, if you do that, like title and then conference. So best numbers we see Mavs. Ooh, Mavs are 17 to one in points bet for the conference. The next best number I see is 12. So there's some value there. They're only, they're 10 on FanDuel. That's a big difference. 17 to 10. Nuggets are 16 on FanDuel. That's the best number that's available in the, the legal books. Uh, 10, 11, 12 elsewhere. Grizzlies are still the fourth favorite in the West. Is that is that right? No, they should be better than that. I know they're young and haven't been there. They're good. They really are good. You can get them 10 to 1. I think, and I think home court will matter for them. They, they feel like it. I just feel like for young teams in the playoffs, a like game seven at home is a big difference than game seven on the road. 
All right, do we do it? Do we have this conversation, Minnesota? There's a 55 out there for the West. I don't think they go all the way through. Do you? No, but that's value. So what's the plan? We get one series in and we cash it out? Let me ask you, do you feel it's there's a 5% chance that could happen? A little less. But then that's worth a bet. Paul, well, I yeah. saw Paul's eyes. It's when he heard the number. He's like, "Oh, ooh. I mean, do we have to?" <laughs> I'm a little gun shy after you know the Vols just tore my heart out. But is there a Rick Barnes on this team on this staff? Well, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, yeah. So let me let me double check, make sure those odds are still available because that is a rogue number. While you you look for that, just to flip it to the other conference, the value is clearly lost compared to three months ago. But every time I turn on a a Celtics game, they're bludgeoning the other team. Yeah, did you see the number tonight? Plus 650 to win the East, by the way. Plus 650 to win the East. They're favored by 15 tonight. They they tore apart the the Nuggets last night. They are – I wouldn't want to play them. Like, I I think whoever plays them is going out round one with the way they're playing. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, to the Minnesota point, <laughs> for the conference odds, they're right. fifty-five to one on DraftKings and twenty-one to one on FanDuel. Shop around, people! <laughs> My goodness! Wow, fifty-five to twenty-one in a twenty-one uh, points bet has a fifty too. It's a big difference. It's massive. Fifty it's massive. 50. What's the other one? Fifty-five to what? Uh, twenty-one. On Vandal. Speaking Why? of massive, I have a lot of bets today in the NBA. Uh oh. We're working on double doubles. We're working on here. Are we? You want to uh, save it for the next segment or? Yeah, I can. I can. Well, well if you got a ton, NBA, you got a ton. Yeah. Just sprinkle we'll some out there. Over. What do we got? What do we got? So in the, this morning, I was researching some double doubles, but the it wasn't out yet. But I was looking at uh, Gobert. Um, Utah, um, they rank 11 opponents in the paint. Nets, 18th at defending in the paint. So I was thinking maybe Gobert could have a good game. Valanchunas, uh, it's Pelicans at Hornets. Um, Hornets are really bad at defending in the paint. They rank 19th. Um, so that you could look at. But I ended up doing a same game parlay. Shoot, where is it? <laughs> All these futures clog up my bets. Here it is. So Vooch uh, to score 15 plus points and eight plus rebounds and Luca 25 plus points and six plus rebounds. It's plus 133. They, they they average more than that. So felt like that was a pretty, well, I don't want to jinx it, but felt pretty good about it when I placed it this morning. Okay. <laughs> and then I was just looking at all the best teams, ATS in the NBA and quite a few of them are playing. Um, so some of the top leaders, Memphis cover percentage, 63.9. Oklahoma City, 62.7. Cleveland, 58.2. Miami, 57.1. Minnesota, 57.1. Toronto, 57.1. Uh, let's see, Dallas, 55.7. The Pistons, they've been really good ATS lately. They cover 55%. So you could look at some of those teams today too. Let me throw one more future at you guys. And, and I think this is a, a, <laughs> it always a long comes sh- back to the future. 
I just go. I just saw this. It's it's a long shot, but so there is one division that you could still uh, actually there's three, but there's one Western Conference division that FanDuel is still putting up odds for. Okay, and yeah. right now Utah is minus nineteen hundred to win the Northwest, and they're likely going to win it. But you talked up Minnesota. And we know Denver lurks. Those teams are both three and a half games out. Can I, let me give you the Utah schedule coming up right now. That's why I wanted to bring it up now because it's going to change if they lose some games. They're at Brooklyn. They're at Boston. They're at Charlotte. They're at Dallas. They're Ooh. at L.A. They are on a road trip for the next five games. Tough teams in the East. Okay. Tough teams yes. in the East. After that, they face uh, Lakers at home. All right, they'll beat them. At Golden State, home for Memphis, home against Oklahoma City, Phoenix, and then at Portland. I only count three games the rest of the way, maybe four, that are like lock wins. The other ones are tough games. What is Minnesota? So, so. The, well, the other side of it is Denver's 14-1. Minnesota's 33-1 to to win this division. This Minnesota schedule is tough. It's, yeah, okay. I just brought it up, too. At Dallas, we just talked about Phoenix, Dallas, Boston, at Boston, at Toronto, at Denver. I was playing great right now, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, Denver. There's a couple wins in the last week. There's Houston, Washington, San, San Antonio, Antonio, the Bulls. Yeah, Bulls might, Bulls might be playing for nothing. Both teams might be playing for nothing. Have we looked at Denver's schedule? As you look at that, real quick. That's a lot of games in a short period of time. I know, I know. So actually, go through Denver's schedule, and then I got it's another pretty, point. Pretty light. Denver's schedule is pretty light. It Denver's is. schedule is Clippers at home, Phoenix at home. That probably is tough. Oklahoma City at Charlotte, Indiana, Minnesota, Lakers, Spurs, Memphis, Lakers. I mean, the They've Lakers got a chance. are already on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> the last, that last game? That was so bad. I almost will went the, to that. Will the Lakers show up for their play-in game as the 10th seed? Will they, will they actually be there in the arena? Oh, I forgot. I forgot they're actually going to be yeah, there. Yeah, they got an extra game. They'll be on the plane for the playing game yeah. and then the next play. Does it count towards your regular season stats? Because then LeBron will be all in to score 40. Otherwise, mm. he doesn't care. So looking at this because of this stretch, it might be tough for Minnesota to hang on to the sixth seed. So if they're the in the play-in, they play the Grizzlies in the first round. Obviously, that gives Steph more time to get healthy. What's the what's the ideal scenario if we jump on this fifty-five-one? Ideally, they somehow hang on to the six and play a possibly still banged-up Warriors in the first round. Or are we okay if they're the seven, get a young Grizzlies team in their first playoff, you know, in an early playoff series as their young team, and then Steph most likely in the next round. You probably want the Grizzlies early, right? Their first playoff yeah. series. Yeah. Not a ton of experience. Yeah, sure. I'd agree with that. Would you rather have fading Timber- jaw? Timberwolves at 55 or Lakers at 60? Timberwolves. I think it's Timberwolves. I think be, if they advance into the top six, the perception of them will change quickly. You can't you just burn your money if you're betting on the Lakers. I know. I know. I know. But tell me that people aren't going to bet on I them if, yeah. if they get to the top. Yeah, six. you're right. All right. We'll come back with our lightning bets next. We'll see how many Aaron plays Aaron has for tonight. Right here on the BetQL Network.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.